the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. Hello and welcome to episode 107 of That's a Shame. Ooh. Thank you, thank you. I'm Isaac. No, I was jazzing up No, you were clapping because, for me because uh, the announcement was so good. very solid. Mm. I'm Isaac, joining me just over there, suited and boot, well... No, no, just, not suited. Booted, just suited. It's Declan. Not even suited. Dylan. No tie. Declan Delaney. No Have you jacket. ever thought about changing it to Delaney? No. Something that you'd consider. Once I did that, people would start would stop saying Delaney and they start saying Delaney. Why do they not say Delaney? No, they say Delaney, 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 Delaney. Declan Delaney sounds like an old timey gangster. Doesn't it is he? Declan Delaney. He's like. It sounds like one of the rejected names for Thomas O'Malley. Yeah. <laughs> Abraham Delaney, the Delaney, Declan Delaney, <laughs> Thomas O'Malley. He's a good cat, isn't he? And as we'll recall, O'Malley the listen to Disney 4, it's a character you identify with on a very spiritual level. Mm, a very feline level. Absolutely. Um, we're going to start with shame mail today. We're recording this, I'll be honest, in a rush because I'm going to the airport in within the hour, almost. He's been found out. Yeah, He's it's time to go. He's got a bag full of, of his most precious belongings. <laughs> All charged, let me tell you. Yeah. We could talk about that quickly because um, when I told you what I'd prepared for my flight, you said you seemed to think that I'd gone kind of over. Yeah, so listeners, imagine you've got, what, 20 hours of flights? Over five days, yeah. Over over the course of five so days. 10, 10, 10 and 10. Yeah. That uh, does make so you need 20 that. hours of, of, of stuff to fill. Yeah. Maybe you want to err on the side of caution like real caution and uh-huh. go you want 30 hours of content uh-huh. okay. well and, and not forgetting the plane itself usually has content in the form of like well yeah but you know films. it could be poor it, it could, be. could be not working yeah. you know you, you've got to have a backup so you need 30 hours of content isaac how about you list how much content you well i'm scrolling through i've downloaded this many podcasts so it's still going i'm gonna say it's, it's about 50 podcasts yeah it's about 70 hours of podcasts i've downloaded the whole third season of Friends, a season of another show, all of BoJack. What's the other show? Uh, I can't Why remember. You tell I us? just downloaded a random thing. Oh, it was that Maniac. Show. Oh yeah, you downloaded Maniac. Yeah, right. I downloaded that just in case because I like to have some variety. Yeah, I've charged my Switch, which has like fifteen games on it. Uh, I've downloaded like ten new books, taking my total unread books on my Kindle to about thirty-five. <laughs> um, and that's about it, I think. So Yeah, so you think you've got enough? Well, I hope so. It, I Likely I'll just fall asleep. That's yeah. what I'm hoping. <laughs> because I'm going to be up for the next, like, 12 hours anyway. Hmm. Um, even before the sky happens. God, before the sky Well, not happens. quite. It's a bit less, but it's something like that. And so the dream is that knowing with the safe knowledge that I could be doing all this stuff, I'll just fall straight to sleep for the entire flight that's yeah. the dream oh, that'd be good but otherwise you have to have a lot of choices i find in the sky because it's very very maddeningly dull it makes me want to like just shake my fists at the plane oh it's not but the plane's fault no i know the plane's doing a good job on the hopefully whole. yeah here's hoping <laughs> thanks guys um so yeah that's why it's going to be a short one you'll know that i don't i guess there's no need for us to say that because it was there it's seven minutes short episode <laughs> but here we are we thought we would touch Open with shame mail yeah on some shame mail it's a message that came in uh, a couple of days ago the 24th it's from thought monster clearly one of those people who much like the zodiac killer is provoked into more action the more we kind of acknowledge their existence yeah it's a real uh pathology common to deviants that Ooh. they feed on the attention 
of the authorities. You're not again. besmirching. I'm not, my listeners, no, are because you? thought wants to besmirches itself. Oh, I see. It's an auto besmirching action. Right. We've been sent what I can only describe as a cryptic threat uh, from a thought monster in the guise of Thought 2.2. And we thought we'd share it with you because they say two heads is better than one. And we have at least two listeners. So Here <laughs> we're we going to double our heads. <laughs> it coming is the only text that we'll recognize as a sentence. It coming. Job 8.14. Then we have 9.177789, comma, 76.779608. And that's the, the sum total email. So we'll translate the easy bit for you. We've, we'll give you Job. This one's for free. Job 8.14 in the New International Version is, what they trust in is fragile, what they rely on is a spider's web. So it's hardly that a positive. It feels like we're going to be absolutely slaughtered. It feels like we're going to be wrapped up like um, Shelob does to all those little Urukai mm, people. But it also feels hobbits. a bit like we're going to be, we're going to take down one another. Okay, so we trust in each other, and that trust is fragile, as fragile as a spider's web. But a spider's web isn't it famously extremely strong? Well, I mean, so I suppose. I mean, I suppose it is to things that are really small. Yeah, like relative to its size and width it's mm. extremely powerful but relative material. to us relative to a well-placed karate chop you're <sighs> saying we could take down a web <laughs> i think come with you think you we there. can battle through this <laughs> um it's also worth noting that next to the word fragile there's a little footnote which is the meaning of the hebrew for this word is not known so they've just made up fragile it sounds like oh, okay. so it could be what they trust in is really good <laughs> what they rely on is a very nice web. what they trust in is peng <laughs> yeah i looked up I took these two numbers. I'll remind you of them because you might want to do some research here. 9.1779976.779608. I look, took them as coordinates in a few different ways and mm-hmm. plugged them into various uh, resources that I have at my disposal. Okay, Let's put it that way. Yep. And it comes up, the best fit is part of uh, India, part of Kerala specifically. And I went on Street View and there was a weird sign. So I thought maybe they were just showing us a weird sign. Right. I think I might be overthinking it is what could be. If you invert them or take them in a different way, I can't remember exactly how, then it just puts you in four different parts of the ocean. Oh, four different parts of the ocean. Yeah, depending on how you kind of ascribe meaning to the values we've been given. So which which you think is more likely or do you think we're being led down I think it's probably the garden all path? and some more mm. that we'll have to find and then it will make a little shape. So we'll go to Kerala. We'll punch every spider we see Kerala we'll be sure not to trust a soul in sight Kerala famously known as the blocks witch of India that's how they call it yeah oh, that makes sense <laughs> now but yeah if you're into puzzles um, then have a little solve of that one lupus in maybe like a cc a bcc if you want so i thought you said lupus in like the disease lupus is in wolves <laughs> all over the place <laughs> lupus in measles out what about the flu jab you're going to have one of them? Yeah, I am going to have one. Do you have to pay for it? No, I get it free. Shut up. Yeah, that's boy. Sick. Oh, that's not fair, is it? Do I get one free as like a friends and family jab? Sadly, Ever no. had a flu no. jab before? Although you could... Uh, no, I haven't. No, me neither. Never really seen... Apparently, if you, you can properly get the flu from it. Oh, cool. Which is fun. I don't think I'll bother them, thanks. No. But you, are we you recommending get the full that flu. people do get them? Yeah, do season? go, go and Especially get it. Especially if you're elderly. Definitely do, because it also supports your local pharmacy the more they get them. Do they the need support? Is. Yeah. Big Pharma? Come on. Well, well big, it's Big Pharma. Big Pharma. 
come on, you're an absolute apologist, chill. No, I'm not. Because I hate Big Smith Pharma. Declan, it sounds like we'll have to say. I don't even use. sell GSK stuff. You're like the Martin Shkreli of the UK. I fucking hate the Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> <laughs> Did anything happen to that album that he, he bought and then didn't release? I don't know. Hmm. Feels like he should have had to give it up at some point. Yeah. If there's any justice in the world. Did he go to the prison? I believe so. But you know how it is with these very rich people. Prison the to prison them means their own home. for us. <laughs> That's what they say. So 13 reasons why. I don't know if you can tell, but I'm really like taking a whistle-stop tour of our content points. That's all right. It's a series that we watched over the course of a year. We remembered that the f- maybe one of the first episodes we watched was when we drove yeah, back. I think it was like episode three. Yeah, we'd driven back from Block Switch that fateful, fateful, fateful night and got home to mine at like six, seven a.m. or something. It was half past seven in the morning. Yeah, nice. And the, my blinds didn't really do much to obscure that very harsh blue daylight that tries to creep in and all the birds going, Shut up! birds you say because we love bird song as much as the next person we just wish perhaps it wouldn't intrude on our dreams time mm. there we were lying in my bed because we didn't have time or energy <laughs> patience or... and we were both a little bit afraid yeah, we were waiting for joe to just <laughs> knock on the door anyway so we thought we'd spin up ever popular 13 reasons why which at the time i think was quite um it was in the news it was being talked about it was in vogue Good word. And for good reason, because it's a high, high quality show. No. Oh, sorry. It's a low, low yeah. quality show. Quite high budget. Mm, very high. Like they're paying the lead actors 200 grand an episode by season two. And that's really good for them. We're not, we don't mind about that, do we? I am furious. <laughs> um, so we thought we'd just kind of expel, eject some thoughts that we've had, a kind of hodgepodge if you will of various musings that have come to us through the course of this year and a bit watching one of nature's great outputs 13 reasons why why don't you start by just giving a precy for the series as a whole to people who who won't know so for those who don't know the show is about a girl called hannah baker mm-hmm. who she's really revealed cool. has killed herself it's really which is sad mm. yeah um and what she's done is she's left a series of cassette tapes. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's in the past, is it? It's no, no, it's set in the present. Right, but she wasn't. But it's an aesthetic. Date. Oh, that's pretty cool. It's though. the suicide aesthetic. Because oh, she writes on them with like nail varnish as well, doesn't she? Which is mm, yeah. another really cool thing um, to do. And there are there are six and a half tapes. Mm-hmm. Half a tape. Yeah, there, well, there are seven tapes. actual tapes, but she's only recorded on six and a half of yeah, them. Yeah, which is a convenient contrivance so that the last one can be recorded on by mm. our hero, who is unfortunately called Clay. Now, each of these sides contains, as you might have guessed by now, mm. one reason why... Dot, dot, dot. She killed herself. Uh-huh. And they are to be passed around as they're known... Uh, generally, but only from episode 12 onwards. Yeah, there's a real gap. The 13. Yes. The 13. Like, but it's a bold thing. name because there are two that are the same person. <laughs> and he apparently doesn't get them at any point. I think it was before the show. Like, they didn't bother with that. No. we. It's really well done. It's like they say in writing, you should trim the beginning and end of a scene so that you're just in the the details and the actual yeah. like nugget. And what they've done there is trim out 
all of the context. some would say context that would be important, but they leave it to an intelligent audience to kind of piece it together. So the series follows Clay, who was who is a fucking little dweeb, <laughs> who who fancied Hannah. Yeah. As he listens to the tapes and mostly though doesn't listen to the tapes. Yeah, he spends most of his time agonizing about whether or not he's going to listen to them. Despite like that, the fact that we know he is. That was one of our, our first and foremost criticisms of the show mm-hmm. is the premise that if you received these tapes, you wouldn't immediately listen to all of them yeah. in one night straight away yeah. and just hear it. Hear it all. And don't, don't go think it's because he didn't have a Walkman. For example, no, he gets lent one by a friend. Now, would maybe you'd want to talk about his friend a little bit? Yeah, I mean, I was recently on a podcast um, talking about West Side Story and the song America in particular, and Tony, it seems, fell out of that franchise and landed into Thirteen Reasons Why. He's an ageless yet um, there's a real hint of of being too old to be at school because he seems to own his own mechanic shop and never be around anyone else. Like, you never see his family, right. I don't think. He um, kind of goes about life with this mysterious, enigmatic... But, but he is able to walk in and out of the school yeah, without no being one. questioned. I was stopped. so sure he was going to be imaginary. That's about six episodes. Really? In, and I was like, oh, that would be quite... Enjoy-. Oh, no, no. He's just a real person that everyone <laughs> allows to wander through the halls of a school. Just like, is not the case. But yeah, he sort of looks like he's come out of the 50s and into now, which would tie in, I guess, with the throwback aesthetic they're going for. Although it's not really mentioned or used. No. Just confusing. It's mm. confusing. So I think that the in in terms of our discussion, yep. we've got a few key points that we need to, to, to hit. Uh-huh. One is the quality of the reasons. Yes. Uh, quality is perhaps too strong a term. But in a show that is building up to... A really horrific suicide scene. Yeah. We have, as we have discussed off air, you have to um, kind of earn the right to Yeah, do that was going to be point like number two. Yeah, I think they tie in. So it's less about the quality of the reasons because, you know, little things can affect people in a big and unexpected way. And we don't have much context about Hannah because she's dead for the whole show. Like there's no new information no. on what's on the tapes. But I guess the consistency and the, um, the show's desire to equivocate between some extremely severe severe like extremely severe criminal acts and some let's be frank anonymous publishing of a poem that she wrote in a magazine like i think that we we could say safely that there is a difference between the worst yes which i suppose we'll leave it saying is two sexual assaults yeah back to back from the same perpetrator yeah one to her, one to someone else that yeah. she witnesses. And uh, the time that someone said she had a good bum. Yeah, the best in the school. The best in the school. Yeah. And, you know, like public shaming and body shaming, although it's not necessarily shaming, but exposure and yeah, talking about people as objects and objectification is, is bad. But it is also, on an objective level, not as bad as... The latter reason. The show the doesn't really differentiate between all of these things. And it seems to want to have like a final gotcha moment where it's like, well, these ones, you know, all of these things happen in schools with some frequency. Like people, kids are dicks to each other about who's attractive and who's unattractive. Bullying happens and rumours are spread. That's kind of quotidian school experience. Yeah. What then isn't is like abject, flagrant, 
you're going to prison for the rest of your life assault. Yeah. And the fact that it just builds to it, but in like, but if you imagine a straight it. line, it, yeah, and then suddenly that, that, it goes, whoa! The problem is that it doesn't build yeah. to it. Like right? Rita, Queen of Speed, if yeah. you're familiar with the shape of that road. So, road. so yeah, like there are the first eight episodes of the series, uh-huh. like nothing happens. And it's weird because the clay... Clay's response never really changes. We're supposed no. to identify with Clay. Perhaps that's why he was called Clay. It's like you can mould him to the to the readers. Blank slate. Yeah, exactly. They're going to call the him Keanu Blank Reeves slate. Theory of action films. Yeah. Um, we're supposed to kind of be on his side, and we see the struggle as he tries to piece together what happened and where everyone failed this girl. Um, but his reaction to like the stuff about people saying, "Oh, your poem was good." And then the guy publishes it without her wanting to. Anonymously. Anonymously. Hmm. In a school magazine. Not like it had a national platform. No. <laughs> it's not like she won the Nobel Prize for Literature and, was <laughs> and had to go and to accept go and do a 25 minute speech <laughs> with Ban Ki moon applauding from heaven. Um, <laughs> the fact that he kind of reacts to that with the same just constant low level angst and, oh, why did we all fuck up so badly, guys? And then he goes and climbs that mountain for mm. no reason. Yep. And then, but that's the same way he reacts to the later, much more horrific stuff. Yeah, it's. I really so struggle we, to know what they're trying to say. Yeah, well, like the problem is that they came up with a premise mm. and then couldn't actually justify it. Like thirteen reasons why, because the thirteen reasons why can't all be as severe as one another. Yeah, because if one of them is the latter assaults, then like reason number one, you can't like open with something just as bad as that. There has to be a build. But the thing is that there isn't really stuff that builds nicely to that. Not nicely, but builds like gradually and steadily. There's nothing that's like just a step down below that Uh without it being equally as horrible right so it, it so what you're saying is it was it was an idea that was never going to work yeah it couldn't work and it was just it was just it was horseshit from the start because it was always just about satisfying this concept and possibly even this title from the book mm. like that that couldn't work in a narrative way that could a actually sustain a decent story um, or B, that could do any justice to the topics that it, I'm going to say, doesn't even really attempt to grapple with. Yeah, the criticism that was levelled at it by a lot of people was that it was incredibly irresponsible. And I had assumed at the time that was just for its depiction of the suicide scene, which is, I mean, it's a how-to kill yourself in the mm-hmm. bath. It's very, like, just single camera, harrowing, and... Well done, I suppose, yeah. in the sense that it's like well, horrid to watch. Yeah, but like it's so out of place. Yeah, well that was that was the point that we were making earlier about earning it, right? Is that it that single scene is I think very, very well done, but it doesn't belong yeah. where it is, right? You have to do the work. Like you have to put the work in to earn that. Because it's not clever to just be like Uh, it's like a a murder mystery where it turns out that the person who did it was not a character Mm. in the ensemble. You're like, oh, well, that was disappointing. Yeah. In the same way with this, it comes out of at once nowhere, but there's also this plodding inevitability that the whole show is predicated on the fact that she's dead. And at some point we're going to see the final straw that meant that she took her life. But there's never 
the respect given to either like her character as a rational no. person who's experiencing horrid things of varying degrees of severity or to the audience watching it to be like it it just it comes across as so um gratuitous I suppose, yeah well, which is exactly the wrong thing to do with a suicide exactly. drama aimed at teens yeah and and it it's because it plays into what you were mentioning earlier but i interrupted that kind of criticism that was leveled at it which is that it sensationalizes and glamorizes that moment because it makes it like a pinnacle yeah it's the apex of the story when it should be the nadir of the story it's supposed to be like the lowest point it should be um that scene should work because it's so bland Mm. and stark and horrible at the end of like huge events that are like handled well and that have been depicted honestly and that have justified their place in this narrative. Whereas what they did was that they used it hoping that it would kind of make everything else seem worse. Like hindsight. Yeah. That you're like, Oh my God, actually it is really horrible, but actually it's just a very well-made scene that appears in the middle of a very, very, very bad borderline offensive and certainly irresponsible series of television that because her, as we said a number of times over the last year, her character, I, I like, I, I haven't read the book. Neither of us has read the no. book. Are you going to? No. Maybe in I'll the show. One. Oh God. But, he's, he's done a sick. But in the show, like her character is everything that people who, um, don't understand approve or understand mental illness, mental illness. Yeah. like think people suicidal people are that she's someone who's incredibly self-involved like her character is horrible right there's yeah. no getting around this even that- clay who is the person who likes her the most he like can't interact with her because she turns him yeah away. because she's so like everything is inward everything is about herself everything like one of the guys on the tape was really nice to her mm. after her friends, after one of his friends was very horrible to her. They had a nice night. Then he asked her out the next day and she just fucks him off and embarrasses him in front of the whole like canteen. And then she's like, I can't believe you did that. Mm. And you're like, but, but did what? There were like- so many instances of it being that thing that like, it's usually something that happens to poorly written female characters. In but you're not fiction. saying this was one. Well, I don't think she was the best written film. Oh, no, wait, hang on. No, she wasn't. Where 85% of the tension comes from the fact that she won't communicate. Like, she wants someone to ask her to come back. Or if she's told someone to fuck off, they're supposed to mind read that. No, like, I waited for you to come back after having told him to go. Yeah. And it's just, it's A, like, just not true to how humans are. No. And B, just a really patronizing shit way of dramatizing and otherwise fairly yeah situation which, which is i think the third point that we should come on to which is narrative dishonesty mm. which is something that i think i find just as offensive and irritating and certainly a more uh, like a clearer clue as to the artistic bankruptcy of, of a project like this Shot is fired. is that it was a show that had a lot of of moments where it introduced an idea mm. only for its 
um, like emotional payoff or it's emotional tension in that moment or in that scene or in that episode, but that was never picked up again, right? Mm. So there are two particular moments that stand out for this. Um, one of them is so egregious that it just should not be allowed. The show should have been deleted <laughs> as soon as anyone watched it. Maybe no one has. That's the second one. They yeah. haven't actually they just flicked. That's it. the second one. But the first one I want to talk about is uh, in the episode I mentioned a minute ago about the guy who was nice and then he asked her out and then oh. she embarrassed him and then they had some kind of like petty squabble where he was taking compliments out of her compliment bag oh, in the classroom. Like, what, like, is that what your just don't secondary fret. school experience was like? Yeah, that's yeah, exactly so. it. But in that episode, she describes on the tape that she left a really nice note for him uh-huh. in his at, as an attempt at, I don't know, a sort of emotional detente. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that he read it. She watched as he read it, mm. and then screwed it up and dropped it on the floor <sighs> in the corridor. Now that hurts. Yeah. That would sting. And Clay confronts this guy about it later. Really well acted as well. Very, happens. very well. And very different from all the rest of the scenes. Yeah, because it was given a lot of variety to a work very with. A large, like, emotional range. Yeah. Um, he confronts this character about it, and the character says, that is 100% a lie. Uh-huh. Like, his... This is the note. Like, I've got it. I kept it. I read it and I put it in my pocket. I don't know why she said that. And so there's introduced this element that... The unreliable narrator. Yeah, that perhaps Hannah is lying, that the idea that her tapes are only a perspective on certain events, Mm -hmm. especially coming from someone that they've... can I can only assume actively portrayed as that self-interested. Yeah. um, And manipulative at points. That you're like, oh... You know, then you think, okay, is there going to be an element from now on about questioning the validity of the tapes, uh-huh. questioning what's going on, interrogation as to, nope, no, never picked up again. So There's much. even all of the characters who didn't like her, who were on the tapes, then have all like blankly accepted that everything she says is true. Yeah. It's all real, whatever. And you're like, well, you don't, you can't do that. To me, it's a bit like what we were talking about in our Christmas episode, by which I mean 106. Oh, yeah. September the 26th Christmas edition um, of how there's like a spectrum of stuff, stuff that's really shit, really good. And then there's a large swathe of space in between where it's kind of worse than either. And what they've done by kind of hedging their bets on playing with a quite interesting idea of the fact that there's an imperfect victim. I think yeah. that's a cool thing to do because yeah. it stops, in theory, it would mean that you weren't glamorizing suicide. It would mean that it's kind of more true to life and that you could delve into a more three-dimensional character. But because they've been so sort of fence-sitting and bet-hedging about how much we're supposed to believe, mm. like, um, understand, agree with, despise at times and generally empathise with Hannah's character. She just comes across as so, so deeply unrealistic and just rooted in no relationship to re- to the real world at all that you yeah. can get on board with. And it works out as being just this, like you said before, a kind of insulting parody of a teenage girl that's just, oh my God, everything's so important. Like he looked at me the wrong way and it was the worst thing ever. And then equating that with very, very graphic and real Crimes. sexual violence. Yeah. And saying, well, it's all basically the same and it's all bad. Yeah. But guys, you can't just, you can't just you do can't that. You can't just say that. It's not, it's not <laughs> it, That's good. not true because you it say it. It trivializes the worst and it um, 
misunderstands the the former stuff. And that and that feeds very nicely into the second example of this narrative dishonesty, which is the most outrageous, which is um, <clears throat> that at the end of God, what is it? Episode ten. Uh-huh. Clay discovers in Tony's company somewhere in a park. Yep. Don't ask me Don't why work. any of this. No. That the next tape is about him. It's a big, now it's a big moment. Yeah. For us. Now this is something that we have been talking about the entire time that we have been watching this show. Is he cannot have done anything that bad he's because he's unaware. There's no way that he could literally be this clueless or yeah. unaware that he'd done something. Unless he that did something terrible. so bad. That in the same action he like he'd headbutts repu- the memories out, of or his that he like repressed it yeah. instantly. In which case, it would be a very different show. Yeah. Or the bad thing he did was that he discovered a way to delete memories. Yeah. And it turns into like <laughs> eternal sunshine. And I can't believe that you did that. <laughs> um, so he's like panicking, and There's somehow a great scene isn't there? A great, yeah. Great that lasts for five minutes where he's yelling at Tony. Did I kill Tony? Her? Look, she killed herself, you know. <laughs> no, Tony, I need to know. And the very last, yeah, he comes in. She killed herself. You're always a clay. Um, so, it culminates with the very direct question. You know what I mean. Did I kill? Did I Hannah kill Baker? Hannah Baker? Tony pauses for, I can only assume that three minutes. When, when he was given the script, <laughs> it was 300 pages long and the last 297 were just... Beat, <laughs> just written in giant letters. Beep, 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 And then he like almost in my head as I've now processed it into my own way of looking at the world. He stands he, on the light of he God. He stands <laughs> a spotlight. Ba 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 ba, and looks directly to camera to say, "Yes, you fucking killed it, Clay." <laughs> and then credits. So we were like, we watched that, and I was like, "Okay, this could be really interesting." Like, I wouldn't go so far. At all, as to say, it could say expected the previous it to be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ten episodes of Dross, but it would at least uh, portend an interesting, yeah. an ending that we hadn't been able to paint out in exacting detail from episode one, scene one. And you know what he did wrong? Nothing. Absolutely he did fuck all nothing, wrong. He yeah. literally did everything that she asked him to. He respected all of her wishes and yeah. all of her demands. And it turns out that she had some secret ones in her mind that were the opposite of what she said. And he didn't do those. And therefore it killed her. But then even she says, and Tony's listened to these tapes. Yeah. I don't blame you for anything. You were, you, were the, you were the best thing that ever happened to me. You were the only nice person. You're the greatest. I love you. I wish yeah. that... that that I could still be there for you. I wish that this hadn't happened between us. So Tony was lying. And then Clay still thinks it's his fault. Yeah. And when he says this, Tony says, you did nothing wrong. <laughs> it's bullshit. It is, honest to God, it made me so angry because it, they literally had this one scene <laughs> just so that there was a cliffhanger yeah. and it meant nothing. And they forgot it and they pasted over it and they moved on and... In in like the show's universe, it was maybe an hour later. Yeah. His his position, his stance has completely changed. It's U-turned because then that's what creates a narrative tension. And look, it's it's fine. It's a thing that happens to build artificial cliffhangers, but it's less fine when the artificial cliffhanger not only relates to the primary, dare I say, sole tension of the entire series, mm. but also serves to as I, I've alluded to before, continue to kind of trivialise. Yeah, confuse, to equate all of these things together. But also, what it means is that 
there were not 13 reasons why. There were only 12 because she says you didn't do, do anything think wrong. the person who wrote the book like submitted the title to their publisher when they were like six chapters? <laughs> and I, was like, no, I can do 13 of these. <laughs> and then they, it came to claim that there's nothing. There's nothing. Like, there written. are only 12 reasons. If, if that, yeah. why? So is it, we haven't done this for a while. Is it a scream or a gleam for 13 reasons? It's why? neither. No, it's got to be a new category. It's a big downing of bleach it, in a sick it parody a of beam. itself. And that's to imply that you like it. That sounds vaguely been. racist. And that we're going to like bury it into the garden like you do when but you have a But then it's going to grow into something yeah. huge and great. No, it might grow. Exactly. Out of the seed. Of, of our criticism of it. Yes. Not the of, show itself. Out of the seed that the show kind of produced as a failure could grow the branches of tomorrow. And they may mean the next teen drama on Netflix. Uh, I was going to say will be good, but actually that's the program it's Insatiable, which, which, which is even An worse. episode coming soon. <laughs> it's not actually necessarily worse because it's at least generally about less serious topics yeah. and doesn't take itself quite as seriously, but it is extremely... Extraordinarily poor. poor. And offensive as well. So there you have it. That's our hot, very up to the minute, very contemporary... Thanks for letting take. me get that out, listening. <laughs> People understand. Sometimes you've when you've got to go, you've got to go. For those like who want to know what I mean or what we mean by earning it, uh-huh. I feel like we didn't oh, yeah. necessarily clarify... Um, you, I can only really point you in the direction of Bojack Horseman. And I've seen a few like articles and a few YouTube videos from people uh-huh. like doing this comparison about the portrayal of mental illness and dark themes, um, in these two shows. Because Bojack, whilst being an animated comedy about a horse, about a horse, as far as I know. Uh, in a world where animals are people and yeah. people are also people manages to do like there's no there isn't a word to describe the comparison it does a perfect job uh-huh. of handling mental illness of handling substance abuse yeah. of handling assault of handling um like issues of gender and sexuality like everything it handles them extremely well and seriously it gives them the gravity that they deserve mm-hmm. it it shows the building of these particular <clears throat> like problems and the way that they infiltrate themselves and in a kind of parasitic sense into people's lives and into communities. Um, and what you're in, saying is it learnt it from, from next. No, I'm saying that what it, that what it did was that it, it knew from the start that in order to be what it wanted to be, it had to handle things in a serious manner. Like there's, there isn't any kind of over sensationalizing of, of particular moments, uh, there isn't the same glamorizing of it all. It's yeah. very frank and horrible. The most analogous scene I've seen to anything in 13 in Bojack, that's one of the most confusing sentences yeah. anyone's ever said. Let's revisit it. The most analogous scene you scene with seen. a scene, scene with a C that I've seen with two E's in Bojack that relates to 13 reasons yeah. why. Um, which I won't spoil for anyone who's not seen it, but it's kind of obvious what it includes, had such a quiet uh, tragedy about it. With There was none of the like drama, melodrama. No bombast. And it just has the effect, as it should, of watching anything horrific that's handled well and intelligently. And like we say, it earns the right to exist where it does. It just creates like that stomach-sinking feeling of... 
like hollow the, hopelessness. The latest series, the 11th episode of which Bojack has a thing where the penultimate episode mm. of the series is always like the gut wrenching yeah. one. Um, and it's always like the most inventive, but of the latest series is perhaps a perfect example of this because there is bombast and there is, um, like there's a musical number okay. and there's like some, uh, inventive animation and there's a weird conceit to it all. And it's like delivery, but it's all has a, a very genuine underlying horror to it that is fed to you bit by bit and builds to, as you say, an extremely quiet, mm. horrible moment where that final terror, that final horror is revealed. And Bojack manages to do this while still being about a very a funny comedy about a horseman. Yeah. 13 Reasons Why Fails. couldn't achieve that despite having, I'll be honest, not even one funny moment in the 13 <laughs> hours we watched. We no. laughed. But oh, it was, yeah. It was mostly at things, the thing that made us laugh the most, slash cry a bit, was predicting seconds before it happened that Clay was about to say, say the phrase 13, 13 reasons, reasons why. why. And it was that moment in particular was great because even we hadn't predicted previously in the entire year of watching it, that it would sink to the depths of saying yeah. 13 reasons why. And yet we paused in a scene where he was talking to someone, to a character we, we just don't have time to get into. <laughs> I can't, but, but we, we were talking about something else. And then I looked up and I was like, Oh, imagine if like he's gonna isn't like he's gonna yeah, say he 30 I was like, no, he's and not, we press play sure and five seconds later there are 13, 13 reasons, reasons why, why and i kicked the tv we just the we were just i was crying like it's, it was honestly so horrible it's a really good sign when you can just draw out the beats of a show yeah as you're watching it. well there was the scene pre prior to that where she was talking to the counselor mm-hmm. where we consecutively predicted five straight lines of dialogue yeah, word for word almost entirely yeah <clears throat> so i mean i would recommend people watch it it is good to watch stuff that is bad and but, and but only if you actually recognize that and think about why and but also i kind of wouldn't recommend people watch it because um if any of the issues have any impact on your life which for me isn't privileged to be not the case hmm. i feel like it would really upset you how poorly they're handled in the show and but if that is the case would hopefully inspire you to either write a stunning takedown of it or even better why to uh to create something that handles yeah. the issues much better if such a thing were possible and it remains to be I seen mean, it the, ju- the jury's <laughs> out is what we're saying the jury is is out so this has been our sunday fun day episode i'm going to wing off to heathrow now which Have i don't even fun. mean as a fun pun but there you go it was there nonetheless um plugs we've got tass at shame.city email us about that riddle we've been set email us your thoughts if you've watched 13 reasons why shame.city slash contact will also yeah, end up same in our thing, email inboxes the show can be found on twitter yep. at that's a shame cast i can be found at de delane isaac can be found at isaac bd you can write us a review five stars only please at shame.city thank you please. slash review or reviews links in the links in the show notes word of mouth is of course best of mouth Always. tell a friend we've got our emails 
coming up on Wednesday's show from a new listener who has wommy bombed into the Shame City family. And of course, as ever, if you have even a dollar to spare to fling our way, patreon.com slash shame city. There's extra content. We're even sticking to our goals for we this are, month, yeah. aren't we? Yeah. And there's going to be, as I mentioned in the last episode, which was, let's remind ourselves yesterday, some sort of, oh, maybe it wasn't that one, some sort of like special promo with stickers and that. Anyway, bye. Yeah. Necessities, simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and your strife. I mean the bare necessities. Oh, Mother Nature's recipes that bring the bare necessities of life. For me, the bare necessities of life will come to you. Necessities of life will come to you.